Now, the popular ABC show, The Gruen Transfer, has a regular segment every week where they challenge a couple of competing advertising agencies to try and sell the unsellable. Last week, it was to persuade the ISC to take the 2012 Olympic Games off Great Britain and give them back to Australia. Well, quite frankly, that's nothing. Here's a pitch that might test an ad exec's mettle. Selling WA. Now, Tourism WA is looking to spend up to $4.4 million over the next four years, and it wants a fresh agency and fresh ideas to do it. So how do we go about it? Do we want a bit more Elle McPherson? Do we sell the celebrity? Or do we go along this kind of line, the real thing? Whatever happened to the real Australia? The Australia where the trees weren't part of a landscaping design, where the only things colouring the water were fish, where it was harder to find a noisy spot than a quiet one. Well, i got news for you. The real Australia is still here. Well, you know what? By the state government, thank, Perth. You. thank you. If I wasn't already here, I'd go. Jane Caro is our favourite guest panellist on the Gruen Transfer. We don't mind saying that. Jane, hello to you. Hello. Well, who better to ask how the bloody hell we go about this than you? Oh, indeed. Ellie, the first thing I'd say to the West Australian Government is give the account to an agency based outside of Western Australia. Aha. Which is very... Now, is that because you're just looking for work, Jane? Things get tough? <laughs> No, no, um, it isn't. It's because I think that it's really hard for any of us to sell ourselves because how, for example, if you live in West Australia, you see your state is not the way tourists see it. It's not the way people outside see it. And so you're actually better off taking advice from people who come from, after all, the, the point of view of the people you're trying to talk to, which is, I presume in this case, Australians who live somewhere else. Okay, Jane, just a little reminder, just between you and me, I'll whisper it to you. We sometimes get a bit suspicious of t'other-siders offering their opinions on how we should live our lives, okay? So we're, well, we're a bit sensitive about it sometimes. I would recommend this to New South Wales. Yeah. I would recommend this to Australia. I'd say when we want to sell Australia overseas, we should get an overseas agency to do the advertising. Okay. Well, and that's... the logic behind that is perfectly clear. It's just, it's not about parochialism. In fact, the parochialism people feel may be the very thing that stops that them being able to back. effectively talk. Jane Caro, that's why she's our favourite guest panellist on the Gruen Transfer, because she just buys into the argument and says, well, the first thing we have to do about selling WA is get someone else to sell it. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to be part of this. I don't want you to just ring up someone you know in another country and ask for their opinion. one three hundred triple two seven twenty. how would you sell WA? What would be the most effective, interesting way of doing it? Now, Jane, did you like that? See, the, everything about that real thing ad I thought it was quite attractive, and like any other tourism ad, I remember seeing it on telly. The uh, the blues were blue, the sky was blue, people seemed happy. Um, it, it, it's a perfectly nice ad, but yeah. do you think it works well enough? Well, clearly not, if uh, you're in the process of trying to find something new and fresh. I think the problem is it's a kind of formula yeah, in it is. ads. Yeah. 
And if you took the if you took the name of the place off most of the tourism ads and just played them one after another, I think people would have a lot of trouble picking which one was for which place. Yeah, I think that's very true. If ever you watch any of the sort of international uh, news services, they have all these ads saying beautiful, incredible, friendly, yeah. lovely beaches, and then you find out it's somewhere in Abu Dhabi. Everyone sells it the same way, don't they? Absolutely, and. I mean, for me, I've holidayed in West Australia and I've had a fabulous time there. I've been lots of times. And our particular holiday was in Margaret River mm. and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was an extraordinary place. And I think the major feeling I get when I come is that you're kind of like, that, that it's this idea of, of being far away, of leaving all your, you know, cares behind you. Yeah. Um my husband and I have got a property at the end of 11 k's of dirt road and the minute we get on that dirt road, it's like everything we left in the city behind has gone. It falls off your shoulders. The yeah. weight goes. Yeah. I think I think that's what you've got to offer. You've got to offer that sense of you are a really long way away from everything. Therefore, nobody can get to you. Nobody can bother you. You really are yeah. in a special place. I like that. Come to WA and we'll pay your credit card bill. Oh, I'd be there. I think you'd get most of Australia. Whether you'd make any money out of it, not sure. Now, Walter sent us a good one, and I think it, it, it's true of, of what you're suggesting. Um, WA, wide open spaces in a crowded world. Now, we kind yep. of say that about Australia anyway, don't we? So do we have to uh, sort of sell West Australia as, as a, almost like another island? Why? But I think that's the other. That's back to my original argument. Mm. Yes, I think Australia should sell that to the rest of the world. But within Australia, I think West Australia, in a way, is the most typical, the most kind of Australian, if you like, mm. part of Australia, because you do have that extraordinary sense of space and that extraordinary sense of being um, away from everything else. I just don't think you get that in Sydney. I don't think you get that in Melbourne. I, I just, uh, I really don't. I think it's, it's. And I think cities are great and people do go to cities and there's a sort of uh, entry-level expectation that you'll get good food, good wine, nice accommodation and some historical sites to see. There's not a whole lot of point in selling that so hard, particularly I'd say in your case. What you have to offer is things that nowhere else in the world has to offer. You're listening to Jane Carrow. This is what I want you to do at home. Call now, 1300 222 or SMS the program on 199 222 Now, Jane, do we need celebrity figures? Do we need Elle McPherson to come back and say, actually, I spend a lot of time? People think I live in New York and have an exotic life with a loft apartment in the village, but actually, uh, I live in Balga. Um, maybe, if she does. Uh, but celebrities can vamp the message. It depends on how they're used. You probably remember the old Paul Hogan ads for yeah. Australia a million years ago. Brilliant use of a celebrity. Absolutely superb. He had exactly the right tone of voice. Maybe Ellen McPherson would do a great job. It depends on how it's written and how she delivers it and who you're trying to attract. But I would think quite carefully about celebrity. I think it's much more about the experience. And therefore, if your celebrity communicates that experience, then maybe they're the right person to use. But if you're just kind of bolting an ad around Elle McPherson because yeah. she's famous and you want the borrowed interest, mm, I would be suggesting you're not going to get as effective an ad out of it as you would like. And now, Jane, years and years ago, we just got something really heartfelt. The tourist bus to Europe and I sort of tagged along. But all those fancy places, well, they're hardly worth the song when you could live in WA. So there's Rolf Harris, there's whistling, 
Jim. You don't get a lot of whistling in ad campaigns these days? No, you don't. It's kind of gone out out of fashion, and I think there's something rather sweet about that. That is beautiful and, and yeah. heartfelt. And very heartfelt. And, of course, Rolf Harris is a very, um, you know, uh, well-known, famous and successful West Australian. So, uh, <laughs> yes, bring back Rolf, now, maybe. My, my only other concern, though, is if tourism WA officials are on a trip to Seoul and they're doing the PowerPoint presentation to a group of uh, people in the, the South Korean travel industry, and they play Rolf whistling, do you think they'll go, oh, Rolf, how good is that? Well, hence back to my original point, that uh, that's the other problem. We don't have the money to, to do a, a, a discreet advertising campaign for all sorts of different possible groups of people who would come. And, of course, most of them will have slightly different views of Australia. That's also why what you want is an agency from somewhere else who mm. says, OK, here is how the rest of the world sees you. Now, we might not always like it. We might think, well, no, we're way more sophisticated than that or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Too bad. That's what they think of you, and that's why they'll want to come. You know, sophistication, every city in the world's got sophistication. Who cares? I think we're going to have to show a bit of guts. We're going to have to show a bit of guts here, Jane. I think we're going to have to open ourselves up to a little bit of scrutiny, and some of it might not be what we want to hear. Correct. If, in a way, I often think if the, if the tourism ad appeals really, really strongly to the people who live in the place, have another look at it because that means we're just stroking our own egos and saying, yes, this is how we see ourselves. Well, that's very nice. That's what you want to spend money on. But it's not really, it's not necessarily going to be the thing that attracts people who don't live here. I'm a little worried about an ad campaign that says, WA, everyone's an idiot, but you'll be seen as being really smart. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be going quite that far. I'd be doing something about that the, 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 the sense of space, the sense of endlessness, the sense of being alone, being um, free to wander beaches, see uh, wildflowers, you know, um, go to Broome, whatever it is. That's brilliant. Jane, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Yes, Rolf Harris and Jane Carey together with some splendid suggestions of how you sell WA. Give us your slogan. I love doing this. One double nine double two seven twenty. People always come up with such good ones, and we want to get your views. Robin, you've been waiting patiently. Hello. Good morning, Jeff. <laughs> I think the first thing we should do is give our state a name. Surely Western Australia was only a temporary name like Baby Smith in the in the maternity ward. You can't change I, the name, Robin. Of course you can. I mean, we will always occupy Western Australia. Yeah. I think we we deserve to give ourselves a much more dynamic name. Imagine the publicity we can get out of doing it. All right, you give me some suggestions, Robin. We can send out. Well, first of all, I would definitely not be going for an Anglo or Latin name. I would be wanting um, people of Indigenous languages to put forward names. Yes. And I would not be naming it after any person, living or dead. No, we've got to stop doing that. No, but I really think that's what we need to do. I mean, Western Europe, that is a geographical thing. The Western USA, well, you've got one of the world's most dynamic economies, California. And we are Australia's most dynamic economy at this time. We have the mining, we have the pastoral, we have incredible beaches, we have great beauty, we have extraordinary flora and fauna. And I just think it's long overdue for us to look at stepping up 
and naming ourselves and putting our brand out to the world. You can come up with all the slogans in the world. Yeah. WA, what? Western what? Australia. I mean, what does it mean? Is it a place? I mean, people in the rest of the world, they think, well, is it a place? Is it a state? What is Western Australia? I, t- I tell you what, Robin, we start off with Jane saying not only should an advertising agency be outside Western Australia to do the campaign, not. we've got you saying we should even change the name. Absolutely. I think it's time we came of age, and the, that is the thing that we should do. There is Throw some... off the shackles and say, here we are, world, come and see us. Here we are, call me by something different. Yes, I mean, Western Australia, I mean, you know, it, it's a geographical location to the outside world. Okay, I'm a little worried what Rolf would think of that, uh, Robin, but we'll find out. Uh, slogans are coming in. Come see our boom before it busts. Tired, stressed, come to Perth. You'll be tucked up in bed by nine. Hello, Craig. Yeah, good day. How are you going there? Oh, well, I wouldn't have imagined Robin would suggest we should even change the name of the state. Well, change the name, yeah, finally. That's probably not a bad idea, but there's a lot more to do, and I think one of the main focuses we should be looking on, uh, as she raised the point, was our, our wide and diverse Indigenous cultures, not just in WA, but in the whole of Australia. Very true. Um, for, for example, you know, uh, we do have the oldest living culture on the planet here in WA, yep. as, as well as in the rest of the country, and that should be one of our, our main points of difference. I agree with you, and we should have the, the biggest, biggest, biggest mural possible on top of the convention centre, letting everyone know what uh, uh, what the origins of this place is too. Exactly. I mean, people come from all around the world. They want to meet, they want to experience Aboriginal culture, they want to meet Aboriginal people. Uh, they should be given oppor- every opportunity to do that here in Perth. Craig, thank you for your call. Hello to you, Mike. Yes, good morning. How are you? Now, Mike, what do you reckon of this idea that, uh, that, that we need to be told by someone else what's good for us? Well, I think the old uh, WA joke, what does WA stand for? Wait a while. So you wouldn't mind a name change either? Yeah, turn it on its head and, you know, have someone sitting back watching a sunset and people wanting to go somewhere else and you just sit back, wait a while. Um, okay, so so turn it turn it into an asset rather than a criticism. Definitely, yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, Randall says, WA, worth a look. Now, Randall, I'm sorry, but I'm not paying anyone millions just to say that. That's just a little bit too modest. Malcolm says, the best thing Western Australia could do is to change its name. To Queensland. Another caller says that Western Australia is so boring, why bother? Well, we will bother. That's no response at all. And this, life's a beach in WA, says Colin from Quinns Rock. And this, come to WA, a land of beaches, bashings, bogans and burnouts. What the bloody hell happened? And Matt says, WA, nice enough as long as you're not looking for any excitement. I tell you what, folks, we do need a bit of work done. Keep thinking. A couple of quick text messages. Uh, Sir Beckenham <laughs> asked the question, Jeff, why doesn't Rolf come back? Well done, Sue. A very good question. And Kim says, how about get lost in WA? As the tourist signposting is lousy. And and this, Rolf Harris is many things, Jeff, and annoying is just one of them. And then someone says, says, that's why he lives in the UK. I like Rolf. He's a good fellow. And and whenever we talk about Rolf, people speak very fondly. Damien, good morning. I reckon he'd be perfect for um, tourism for for WA. Uh, Particularly if you want to get the Poms to come over. If you want the UK tourism business, you want to... Annie, Annie wants Ernie Dingo, but I don't think anyone outside of Australia would know Ernie Dingo. Would they? I don't know, but anyway. he's, such a, he's, uh, he's such a charismatic fellow, Ernie. Mm. Yeah. Well, on that note, um, Ray says, Jeff, the only thing that Australia has that other countries don't is Aboriginal culture. This should be the come on. Mm. I believe we should take advantage of the fact that which would be of interest to tourists and a number of West Australians. Make use of Kings Park and other locations along the Swan foreshore depicting Indigenous culture. 
is woggles, corroborees, art, food, medicine, weapons, tales, all the above. And that mm. would drive employment and local craft. Mm. I know I said it before, but I really would love to see a giant woggle on, on top of the uh, convention centre. Yeah. I think it'd be fantastic. And, um, and, and unless someone can push that idea forward, it'll just be something people talk about. Yeah. It'd be no, brilliant. Never happen. Uh, Helen says so she, when she was in Canada, the Canadians didn't have a clue where WA was. Why don't we say Western Australia? We've got to be careful how we market it as well. Yes. Russell says we need to go one better than Queensland. Let's call ourselves Kingsland. Uh, John says, to, uh, Jeff, the West is best. Forget the rest. Actually, this is moving into um, car, re- <laughs> car retro plate sort of slogan territory, isn't it? Which we've done a few times. Hey, just before you go, uh, Robin's idea to ditch the name altogether is one support here. A regionally descriptive name such as Western Australia is bad enough, but is there anything more ridiculous than WA? Just think what that sounds like to potential overseas visitors. Imagine a foreign tourist with limited English trying to understand what such a name means, let alone trying to spell it when they write email home. Lynn's right, but I kind of like it because I've grown up here. W-E-A. And, and I don't say W-U-A, I say W-E-A. W-E-A. Oh, God. Ken says, Jeff, you don't have to sell it. It's already been sold. Off. <gasps> well done. Yes, and there's some interesting uh, uh, political views on that on that front too. 